it to you. Okay, welcome to Reptile Fight Club. On a special day, unbeknownst to me, it's Chuck's birthday. Happy birthday, man. Thanks, dude. <laughs> I, I thought it was beknownst to you, I swear. I, yeah. You would think I, I would know, but I'm a jerk like that, I guess. No, nah, it's okay. Oh, okay. I just clicked I on honored, Facebook and I, am I saw honored. your 47-year-old uh, shot there. Yeah. Oh, I am sorry, honored man. to spend this day of my birth with you, sir. It is fine. It is Cheers fine. to you, man. Cheers yeah, to you. Man. Thank you. Cheers. Glad you're alive. Glad you were born. Me too. Me too. Me too. It's been a good yeah. ride. Have you had a good day so far? You went to the gym? Why didn't you yeah. say it? Like, I, I'm like, hey, you want to record? Say, hey, it's my birthday. I don't no. It, well, well first again, of all, I, mean, first of all, I thought you already man. knew. So I'm like, all right, this guy's asking me to record on his birthday. He really need, He really feels like we need to record. We probably do need to record. All right, yeah, we're recording. Yeah. That's fine. So it's fine. That's good. That's all right. Okay. All right. So, well, yeah. thanks for doing that. Yeah. But but I got my gym in. I had a great day at Good. work. Um, and wow, you know, I'm not a person to like put out, oh, it's my birthday or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've worked really hard this year and a lot of changes in my life. And just it's it's been a really positive year. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be like, hey, it's my birthday. Yeah, you know, nice. and man, so many people, you know, wish me happy birthday. And it was just really um <laughs> You know, it was really awesome. So, um, thank you if if you wish me a happy birthday in Snakeland. But uh, yeah, man, I I'm living the dream. That's awesome. Yeah, you're looking good, man. Thank that's, you. Uh, yeah, you don't look 47. That's for sure. No, I don't feel 47. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to be. I I I think that, and then I look in the mirror. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a fat old man. But <laughs> well, you know what, dude. It, it, that's the only place you should be able to see it is in the mirror. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I do get a swim it. in a couple, you know, times a week. But, uh, you're yeah. still a beast, dude. You just, yeah. you know, you're I, good. I, uh, you, yeah, much better. You just don't do dumb shit like, like me and try to train like mixed martial arts <laughs> in, our, in the middle of our, you know, like in yeah. the latter half of our, we're over that hump. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, average, no, I, I'm, I will say when I'm swimming, like if I see some young punk trying to go yeah, faster than me, I, I keep up and like, you know, pass him or something like, yep. yeah, but then I have a headache and I'm sore the rest of the day. You know, it's, <laughs> I pay the That's price. Not I'm the sure point. he didn't. Yeah, That's not yeah, the point. Exactly. As yeah. long as he didn't know that <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know me. I'm not really competitive. So no, nah, not <laughs> you, not you. No. Uh, yeah, you know how so- mad I'm going to be if the next time we herp, I can't fucking pass you up. You know how mad I'm going to be? <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to tackle you. <laughs> and I'm going to put you in an arm bar. You're going to use that, uh, yeah. you're gonna use that mixed martial arts to Why stop is me? Justin <laughs> choked unconscious on the trail? I don't know. I don't know. But, but I'm Chuck just got, found a snake. Let's too. go over there. <laughs> uh, I would never, sir. I would never. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Oh, I'm getting a call from Australia. Woo. Yeah. Speaking of which, I'm I got my plane ticket. I'm going. Nice. Holy That's it. Locked yeah. in, huh? I was a little nervous there for a minute because it was getting close and I didn't yeah. see a ticket. But yeah, they came through and um, yeah, very excited. Nice. A little less than a month left to go, and I'm wow. heading out. So. Are you, uh, are you, uh, are you doing the full like prep, you know, go here, do this. Yeah. Trying to work out a, yeah. uh Trying to figure out when, you know, when I'm here, when I'm there, when I need to be on my own, that kind of thing. So I got the final word on, you know, the timeline. So now I can start planning. So as a, as a man who is learned and experienced, but has never had the privilege of doing an Australia trip like this, is that something you like? So you plan the whole thing out and then, and then like things kind of change a little bit. So you're, so you have like your plan, but then like you, you kind of expect some fluidity in that. Is that kind of how it usually goes down? Yeah, I think I, I mean, it's yeah, it's just, you know, uh, you, it's nice when you have an alternative plan in case the weather's bad or things. Are right. Happening it, yeah, like yeah, that. exactly. Right. Yeah. You got Easy so many factors on. that you 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 can kind of plan for. But nah, really, you know yeah. what I mean? So it, it gets it gets tricky with, you know, when you have other people in the group, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm going herping with old Birchie um, and uh, so, you know, like. Yeah. He's not difficult though. 
No, I think he's you know he's pretty pretty tough. I'm going with Steve Crawford as well, so that should be nice. fun and so um, tough. So some some yeah. So, so it'll, yeah. it'll be a little bit of a road trip, but I I don't know you know like if if they're going to sleep in a tent or if they're going to want to Airbnb I or something like that. So I I don't know what to plan for there. I need to chat with them a little bit more. So they you haven't had the Jewlander Rough Rider talk yet. <laughs> Not yet. I see. I see. That's but fine. Well, listen, gotta, that's, gotta, I mean, that can be. A little be, bit. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I don't give a crap, dude. I'll sleep mm-hmm. wherever and do whatever, yeah. you know, if it's a, if it's a good time, sign me yeah. up. But, um, yeah. but I do recognize that some people, you know, are like, uh-uh, that's not me. Yeah. I don't do that. So. And I will um, admit it is nice to have a shower in the morning. Oh, <laughs> you know, definitely. Like, no, that's, that's that for way. sure. I mean, I mean, yeah. I had an amazing time in Arizona, but, mm-hmm. uh, when I got home, I showered yeah. long and hard cause I was yeah. good and funky, you know? Yeah. So, and that was kind of, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like to break it up a little bit, maybe with a stay here and there, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, that, that reduces your flexibility. So you're kind of stuck with an area. So yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're camping, you can go, Hey, I'm, we're going here. We're going there. And yeah. And, it's and, and you know, I'll be honest, man, as a, as a guy with a family and stuff who never does shit without a plan anymore. Uh, it is kind of <laughs> nice to be like, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're just, herp till we get tired and then we'll camp and then you know we'll wake up and we'll start herping again like that's kind of a you know it takes takes me back to the days where i'd be like i don't know what are we doing okay yeah let's go to vegas you know like yeah so we had we had to have that debate i know rob uh he he does the airbnb route and Mm -hmm. and that's you know works out well and and speaking of which we just had a nice trip down to arizona so yeah we uh (laughs) we bested our record of uh well, we can talk about that a little bit. In my yeah, I feel I feel like you have that 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 I I feel like you need to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. It's it was it was a great trip, and and Rob, you know, better than out, our trip. Um, I don't know. It's different. Hard to, it's hard to say. Different for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. But but I did get a lifer, so that's nice. You know, nice. Um, we didn't see that. We were on the same road looking for the same snake, but we didn't see it when yeah. we were up there. It was pretty dead that night. You went up in the mountains for, for Montane stuff? Um, yeah, we did. We went up and looked for Price Eye because Rob hadn't, yep. hadn't. I thought I saw Price Eye in your. Yeah, I, we got three right? of them. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, Fantastic. So you know, we got there. We, we uh, went um, out to kind of the. You know that Bob's area, basically, yeah, kind of yep. that that yep. down down that area, and we stayed kind of similar spot near Portal, Arizona. So we had an Airbnb out there, um, stayed there a couple nights. But um, you know, went out herping the first night, saw a couple uh, rattlesnakes, got a couple Mojaves, and and uh, I think a Diamondback. I, I think in total we saw like sixteen rattlesnakes total. Wow, so, yeah, it that's wasn't good. bad. Now, now, the did other, I see a melosis on there? Oh yeah, yeah, we had, yeah, it was a pretty one time. too, right? Yeah. Really nice, we, right? We didn't see a melosis on our trip, did we? Oh uh, yeah. We? Oh yeah, 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 we, yeah, we, yeah, did. we, did. we did. Yeah, me and we you got that over in the. It was me and you. It was that was when cruising. that was yeah that was when we were road cruising that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Where the guy got in, stuck. In, in Wachukas, yep. Yeah. Yes. Where the idiot uh, Yes, I guess driver. I don't get to yeah. say where we were road cruising, but <laughs> I mean, we, were there. we were in that area. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we uh we got you know, got got a couple repeats that night and you know, nothing too surprising. We we uh saw, you know, a couple toads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Then the next morning we got up early and uh went up uh up looking for price eye up in the mountains. And uh, stopped at a little spot on the way up there. Didn't didn't see much there, aside from a few uh, spiny lizards. Um, and then went up on the mountain. It was like a. Did you go up the same time. kind of spot we went? Yeah. Yep. Okay. We looked around. So, so you guys we stopped went. like like halfway up, or, or or like in that in you know on the way up from that ascension to where we were. Well, kind of. We went the opposite way, though. We went oh, the interesting. other way. Yeah, okay. we kind of checked out some new spots and nice. kind of looked at them, you know, on on Google Earth or whatever, and yeah. said that looks like it might be similar to where we found the one. So we, uh, Dustin and I, were kind of. Uh, so you were doing kind of like comparative habitat stuff, like yeah, yeah, nice. in similar cool. habitat, Neat. maybe a little rocky, um, yeah, but but. Um, not, not talus, the talus is closed. So, mm-hmm. so we were, mm-hmm. we were going over this spot where we kind of saw across the valley and said, Oh, that looks good. Let's head over there. So we, we were walking kind of over, uh, over to that side where we found the price I but further, you know, the other way, um, the, the opposite way we were heading. And, uh, 
there was a giant molossus, just this huge nice. yellow montane. He was up at, you know, four, what, 40, or sorry, 8,200 feet. <laughs> like wow. he was way up there. I, I'd forgotten that they were up there, you know, and they're really yeah. nice, big yellow. Yeah. Thing. Didn't hardly they get, rattle at us. They didn't get pretty, mind, they get right. real pretty up there, right? Yeah. They yeah. seem to. He was real chill, didn't mind riding a hook. And it was like wow. one of those impressive, cool, you know, man. big big animals so i think that was was, i mean obviously price i when we went like that's like the rarest you know yeah but man i that melosis really was like uh just an amazing um Mm. you know that diamondback we found was pretty incredible too but yeah that melosis was pretty man i like those so when when we found it it was uh uh me and um uh brandon he's Mm -hmm. uh um, Dustin's buddy. Got it. Dust, Dustin and Rob were way over the hill on the other side of the valley somewhere. We'd kind of split up a little bit, but um, we we found this thing, so we called them over on the walkie-talkies, and so they had to make their way over from a little ways off. And so then um, when we um, finished photographing that that beast, and Tom Tom was there, Tom Weaver. I don't know if nice. you know Tom, but I don't yeah, think, he's one of Rob's No, I don't think I've met Tom. Back. He works down at the desert, uh, the Tucson Desert Museum. Um, hmm. it's, yeah, okay. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> I might be getting the name wrong, but anyway, it's, uh, he, he used to work at the Denver zoo. So that, and he and Rob have kind of teamed up on projects for in, in the good old days or whatever. So they go way back and Tom's Tom went on one of the Arizona. Oh wait, trips. I think I met Tom. Yes. He went, he was, he did half of a trip. Oh yeah. In California. Yeah. Yep, right. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. 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 Okay. You know, Tom. Um, so, uh, we, you know, once we finished photographing the blacktail, um, Dustin and I had seen a place across the valley. So we're like, let's, let's check that out. It was a little hard getting there, you know, kind of over, a over a rise and a little bit steep and, and kind of sketchy, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, and so we, we, uh, are walking down kind of parallel and all of a sudden we heard, you know, uh, Dustin heard rattling. <laughs> uh Pete call is in the call. Yep. Um, so we're walking kind of parallel down this hillside and, and, and Dustin heard rattling. And so he's like, dude, I hear something. And so, you know, we see, and, and there was I one taught that boy how to do it. Hanging out. Yeah. I taught that boy how to do it. <laughs> this was a big one. That's the so only person I, was, that's the, this is the only thing I could ever say about that with him. Right. Cause he, he would teach me how to do everything else. So that's uh, the only thing I taught him how to do is yeah. being rattlesnakes. So he, he heard it, but I got eyes on it first. So, you know, kind of like one of those shared. Oh uh, my gosh, right I could see I, you too. I chalked that, I chalked that up to Dustin. It's and then, uh, so it was a nice one. So we sat and photographed that. And then we, we radioed the guys. And so they're heading towards us. And all of a sudden Brandon's like, Hey, there's one right here. It's like in a rock crack, just like on his way over. He saw a little, a little juvenile too. It was like kind of a That's miracle amazing. he saw it, especially since he was beelining towards us, you know. So was he it found moving? One. Um, I, think it no it was just sitting there he just happened to look right where it wow. was yeah right wow. just just very uh so Stop. so then uh rob um rob was clear over somewhere else and he was having a hard time you know he had to go quite a distance to get to us and so uh it was it was kind of funny you know the kind of uh fortuitous that we both had found one so rob made his way over across the valley and uh was photographing the smaller one and so dustin and i got to spend plenty of time with the other one just kind of sitting there watching it didn't really try to move it just kind of hung out there where it was i believe it thought it was probably pretty uh unseen it was cryptic still because we didn't really harass it too much so it was like just taking pictures trying not to get too close to spook it so we could leave it kind of natural you know (laughs) and so we uh we waited for those guys and kind of swapped so we could both see um the the two uh price eye and so um we you know it it took them a while because you know rob rob takes uh he takes his time with pictures and that will come up later, but you know, he, he takes really good shots. And so he, he takes his time with the animals. And so we sat and, you know, I, so after, after that, I, I walked back or Dustin went back over the hill and I stayed with the, the price. eye just to kind of keep an eye on it until the other guys could get over there. And then they made their way over. So we swapped and, and, 
took pictures of the other one. So then after I got done taking pictures, Dustin's up on the hillside and we've, we've kind of, I don't know, we, we've discovered that we make a good herping duo. We call it the power of Austin. And, uh, yeah, we find, no, I seen the power of Austin when I, the the first time. So I believe in the power. So, so he thought he heard, you know, another rattle. So I start heading up the hillside toward him and, 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 uh, he, he said it either wasn't a a price eye or it dipped down a hole or something like that. Mm -hmm. So he he didn't Mm -hmm. see. And so I'm like, see, you can't leave me behind. We got to use the power of hustling. And so we walk a little bit further and there was another big montane molo, you know, so we got another blacktail rattlesnake, another huge one. Like it was kind of funny because you put like your hat over it to try to, Mm-hmm. Get it to coil up, calm down, and, and it lifts chill. the hat and like wears the hat <laughs> and crawls away with the hat on. It was pretty hilarious. So that was pretty cool to see just that big, powerful snake, you know. Yeah. So then we put both our hats on top of it and kind of held it down with the hook, and we're like, "There it is, the symbol of the power of the Ustons," you know, <laughs> the, <laughs> the two hats with the brims and, the, and a molo tail sticking out of the bottom. Like that's the like the bat signal for the Ustons. But <laughs> either that or the or the or the was that Ace of base it takes two to make things go right <laughs> somebody oh yeah yep. yeah anyway. was it ace of base i thought i feel like uh, it was ace of base maybe yeah we'll have to look that up but um yeah. it it's like i've got the power that mm. that's not ace of base is it i think that's the same song i don't know anyway we uh we while we were sitting there waiting for the guys to come see the molo i don't i don't know if they ended up making it up because it was we were up on the hillside and they were clear down Rob had taken off in the opposite direction again. So he's like, uh, where are you? <laughs> we're like, uh, clear up here. He's like, uh, I guess I've seen one today. So yeah. <laughs> maybe he came up. I can't remember who, who all made it up there. But, um, while we were sitting waiting for the guys, uh, there were raspberries, wild raspberry bushes. Nice. So me and Dustin are sitting there snacking on raspberries, watching this big molo. So it was Man. pretty, pretty Great, what uh, the freaking heck! Hill. That's living the dream, right? Right. There, so, so by that time, it was two molos, two price eye, a real cherry cow treat. Get they say. the hell out of here, man! <laughs> yeah. That's and so we uh, we're just like this is too good. So we thought, well, let's go, let's go check our original spot. Um, oh, let's go check our original spot where we saw the price eye, where you found your price eye, right? And so. We headed over that direction as we we're making our way through uh, this this one area towards where where you found yours. Um, there was I, I got buzzed and I spotted it, so I got my uh, official like I found <laughs> I found it kind of deal price I so nice. that was uh, price I number three. Yeah, it was, it was pretty fantastic. cool. So. Um, you know, it's, it's cool to see one for sure, but you know, there's like kind of a, a two list system where, you know, yeah, for sure. You find one and means a little bit more, I guess. Uh, oh, to, oh. Your, to you. Yeah. Findings are always graded. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, how can you <laughs> beat three price high and two yeah. big moles? Uh, seriously. The the I, I mean, it's pretty cool. I think the, you're starting to nail it down. That's that's what it sounds like. Is <laughs> well, it was interesting too because um, I mean, I don't know if it was the weather. The day was perfect. Like it was overcast the whole day. It you know sun would break through once in a while, and, and but it was you know relatively cool. You know when we were up there, it was pretty scorching. You know it was, mm-hmm. little, it was warm, warm up there. So mm-hmm. this day was just like a snake day, you know, a snaky mm, day. So yep. felt perfect for it. And, it. and it worked out. It was pretty perfect up there. And because we, uh, I guess one of Dustin, the guy Dustin knew or something that was up there, her, somebody knew him up there herping. They'd been there for three days and they hadn't seen one. And so, you know, then we go up and one day get three of them. So they just needed a, the magic man to go. I don't I, You know, you never know. It, was hey, it the man. day or was it the, you know the experience or was it, you know, you taught us how to find them. So we learned from the master, uh, Chuck. You're welcome. So. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What can I say, man? I appreciate You're welcome. it. I really yeah. appreciate it. I love you guys. I'm glad to give back. I'm <laughs> exactly. glad to give back. You're yeah. always giving. That's just your nature. <laughs> so, Except uh, for the coin yeah. tosses. I don't, I don't know if I'm yeah. giving back for the it's coin tosses. Oh, I'm giving to you. I mean, I don't know if I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if loss is a community, to, is a community pool, I'm definitely yeah. giving to that. Right. right. 
this kind of goes back to our discussion of, you know, her skill versus luck or timing, whatever. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But we'll take it either way. So Rob was very happy to have a few prize Well, items. gosh dang, I want to, what I want to know is, does Rob feel like it's that you finding those were skill or luck, right? Like <laughs> the guy who missed out, how does he feel about it? That's what I want to know, right? Well, like, and I think it's, you know, because he's spending so much time photographing, we're off finding the next one yeah. or, you know, moving yeah, yeah, on yeah, to yeah, the next yeah. animal. So, well, you know, truly a team effort, right? Like, yeah, of, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I Definitely. I don't mean to make it sound like, ha ha ha, Rob missed out. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, no, no it's no. not like that at all. I'm just yeah. saying like, man, it's, it's, uh, you know. Right. But it, but it is nice to kind of find that target. That was the big target yeah, for Rob. for sure. It was, was finding a price eye. And the second. That sucks. You guys were far apart when you found it and all that too. Yeah. But so. I mean, you know, I guess seeing one in the wild is probably better than not seeing one or, or you know, seeing one and having to walk a ways over kind of right. treacherous landscape is better than not seeing one. So, you know, having something to hike towards is, is probably exciting anyway. Um, and then, you know, we headed back down, went, got a celebratory uh, dinner at the, I think we went over to Bob's, but he had left for the day. So we went and got some dinner at the, the one that one spot the place we spot in, and stopped at rodeo had yeah. lunch yeah, yeah the, nice the bigger diner area so yeah that, you know good food there it's it's a it's a good place and the mm-hmm. i think the waitresses are getting to know us they're like hey hey <laughs> i recognize you guys right, right. You, you guys Famous. like reptiles right yeah the, yeah the one waitress See? is showing us the the snake that she found that morning on the way into work or something that's pretty that's cool. awesome so, yeah that's cool so we uh, headed um, out that night to to go road cruise, and we saw yeah several different rattlesnakes. We got the Mojave's Diamondbacks, and then we got the hybrid, the um, Mo- uh, Prairie uh, Mojave hybrid. Nice, it's like that spot kind of yeah um, yeah up from Bob's place that yeah. is notorious it, for those. And we saw yep. we saw a DOR right. Was that with was I think that was our the trip we were you were on? No, Steve. I don't. I don't it was remember. D- oh, it was, it was on the side of the road, and I'm like, this looks like a hybrid. It was in the exact same area as this baby, and they're like, yeah. And then we showed a picture to Bob. He's like, oh yeah, pretty much all of them in that area are hybrids. So kind of. I cool. feel I feel like I was there for that, but I don't remember that. Uh-huh. I feel like that was the time we were there, but I don't remember that. Yeah. So okay, whatever. So we, we didn't, we didn't spot a prairie, but we saw, you know, a few other things. And I think there was something else in there, but, um, I think, uh, oh, a baby patch knows that had been hit. And Mm. anyway, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty decent. We, you know, we were surprised it was, I don't know, I guess you never know if it's going to be hopping or not, but, but it was a decent night of of road cruising for sure. I mean, you're you're definitely not going in monsoon season, right? Well, I mean, it is technically somewhat monsoon season. So, are they getting are they getting monsoonal moisture? I don't somewhat, know. yeah. Somewhat, oh, we, we did on. see a, a night snake that night too. So, a night snake, a, a Mojave, a <laughs> Diamondback, and the the hybrid. Um, so then the next morning we went out to that spot where we looked for the hognose, kind of mm-hmm. in New Mexico. And mm-hmm. there was a big uh, Texas horn lizard on the side of the road. <laughs> like, cool. It was just big old thing. And I, I saw it, and I'm like, and and we, you know, I'm like, oh, I think that was a lizard. And and then I look back, and Dustin didn't stop. And so I'm thinking, well, maybe it's not, but let's check. You know, it looked too good to be to not be one. And so we went back, and it was a nice, big safe, old yeah, good, so safe, cool. yeah. And then we kind of herped around that area, kind of that <laughs> that boulder spot, you know, looking for uh, the hognose and uh, saw a giant uh, whiptail. That was pretty cool. Nice. Um, cool. But no hognose. You know. Yeah. And then went over to uh, that spot where we saw the big old pink diamondback. Oh, yeah. Uh, the rocks and stuff and looked, yep. looked poked around there. Um we were kind of Dustin and I kind of went and scoped out to see, apparently there's clobber eye records out there. So mm-hmm. um, banded rock rattlesnakes out there that you could find. And so we were looking for maybe where we would look for those in the future or something. And then 
Um, Rob found uh, another molasses, another blacktail rattlesnake. So it was down in this cool crack. He's like, just right where it should be. You know, that's where where a, where a self-respecting rattlesnake would be. Fishing. Right, and that's the perfect <laughs> spot for any self-respecting. Yeah, exactly. So then, you know, we we took some pictures of that. It got a little hot, so we headed over to Dustin's place to kind of. Um, Grab some food, and you know we grabbed kind some food cool on the way. Yeah. Hung out at Dustin's, took some pictures of his collection. He's got some fun stuff over there. Yeah. And then we oh, went out been busy. that night um, looking for tigers. So nice. we went up the same spot we found that green rat snake. Um, mm-hmm. that road. Yep. And so we were heading up there, and on right on the way up, the fir- there was a big another molasses getting ready to cross the road. And so you know, blacktail. That's such a cool spot, dude. For yeah, that's it was a cool pretty, spot. Pretty cool, yeah. So we we took a few pictures of that and then headed up right on sunset. And sure enough, uh, Brandon spotted the tiger coming up onto the road. You know, we're like, yeah, and it was a nice looking tiger too. Really, kind of light colored with some, you know, the dark banding, a little bit of yellow on the tail, but really wow. crazy how tiny their heads are. They have these tiny mm-hmm. little heads and apparently they pack a punch. So you, you know, you want to be careful with the tiger rattlesnakes, but, um, so that was pretty thrilling. So we sat and took pictures of that and <laughs> this is what I was alluding to. Um, Rob's like, just leave me on the side of the road. I'm going to just spend some time with this thing and take some pictures. And so we, we, you know, left him on the, uh, with the snake, you know, and you could see his light, you know, illuminating mm-hmm. the, side of the hill or whatever, where he was. And so we're like, um, we're, we continue up and, and down. So we passed him once and went down to the bottom of the hill again. Um, and then we came back and stopped and he was done taking a picture. And apparently, um, this other car, you know, when we were taking pictures of the tiger, this other car pulled up and they were herpers too. There were like two other cars of, uh, herping that night. And, one of them had like a liar snake that they'd found on the road that they'd collected under permit or whatever. And so we, you know, took a look at that, took a couple pictures on the rock or whatever. And then they took off. Um, the guy was like kind of weirded out that we wanted to take, we were putting it on the rice. Don't lo- don't let it get loose. Don't let it loose. <laughs> we're like, I'm going to let it get loose, dude. Where's it going to go? So he was all freaking out. But, um, so we, so we kind of snatched it. <laughs> we, are you guys done? Okay. He grabbed it. Did you tell him quit being a bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so, so while so they they stopped right before we got there. They were stopped by Rob and and uh, they were out of the car, kind of talking. And they're like, "Is that your camera equipment in the road? What's that in the road?" And they go over. There's a liar snake, a babe, like a young one that had been hit, and it was right like coming up towards like it was crawling towards Rob. So we figured that it was you know one of those cars that was coming you know probably watching Rob to make sure they were far enough away from him they didn't hit that's kind of a narrow that road up there sucks. And, and hit this liar that was coming right for rob like it would have probably crawled right up and nuzzled up against him or something probably would have scared the crap out of him no while he's shit. photographing a tiger rattlesnake you know just kind of one of those Aww. weird yeah, yeah it was kind what of a, a weird one-off right yeah, yeah. so it was it was unfortunate that got hit because that would have been cool yeah. to see a liar that would have been know, cool to see without being shown one by a paranoid dude but so <laughs> <laughs> we we went down from that road and we were heading over to another road and, and saw a big uh western diamond back at kind of the base of the hill and got him off the road and then we kept going and there was this uh just gorgeous king snake um sitting sitting in the road and uh grabbed you know got it off the road man this thing was just brilliant yellow just beautiful uh, snake so that was pretty cool nice um so we i i mean just it, it almost seemed like one of those like uh mixes but the whole like the whole sides of it were just bright yellow you know it was, wow. it was a really nice one kind looks of looks like you know like a like a like it, like it would have been a like a captive bred snake that had been yeah. had a couple of years under them, right. you know, in captivity, looking, for, looking amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's such a that's such a cool find when you find stuff like that, right? right? That's like yeah. nature. Damn, I know. Yeah, he did. They did that one right. Yeah, and then we got a Dior Longnose, another uh, Diamondback, a young one, or maybe it was a Mojave. I can't remember which one that was. And then uh, Colorado River Toad. 
and then back to Dustin's. Um, in the morning, we went out to uh, down down by the border. Uh, what's that? Road? Oh, where we saw the garter snake yeah. and the patch yeah, yeah, yeah. when we went. That's that. That's that. That's that snake where we. Or that's that area that was like. Uh, you kind of take the back. It's like a back way through, yeah, but we, we hit like, and, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. And you can kind of almost see down into Mexico, right? Yeah. Yeah. That place. Yeah. yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's canyons yeah. you can hike and get right yeah. to Mexico. So we hiked Come around on, the, the hang in lake there, up there. <laughs> yeah. We're hanging in there. Um, the, oh my gosh. Hiked around the lake. Didn't see too much. Uh, um, both Rob and Dustin spotted uh, Sonoran whipped, whip snakes so that was cool nice. i didn't get to cool. see it dustin said it was eaten like a lizard when he saw it so that was kind of cool but unfortunately they're they're really nice i really like the sort mm-hmm. of snakes they're beautiful but um and then you know went looking for vine snakes which is always like just staring at trees wow <laughs> wow <laughs> you were like you know what yeah we're gonna we're gonna I really just test our, punish myself. the power of Austin, but yeah. the power of Austin that's does what, not hey, extend that's to when you snakes. thought you guys were feeling yourselves <laughs> right. you were like we're gonna find <laughs> like, let's, we're let's gonna get, find. Yeah. and then three hours later you're like we're not gonna find we're this. not gonna find this yeah, <laughs> so. yeah those but, things yeah. are freaking hard man yeah but it was a great trip. It was a lot of fun and um, had a had a good time with the guys and um, saw some great stuff. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's like the it. trip in a nutshell. Cool. <laughs> but, good one. Yeah. Good one. I, I, I'm not going to say that I'm jealous and that I'm <laughs> sad that I missed it or anything, but it sounds like a really great trip. Yeah. No, it was fun. It's, yeah. it's hard. Like I wasn't going to go. I told Rob, ah, I can't, I can't make it, you know? And he's like, well, I've already paid for the Airbnb. So if you just get yourself down here, I'll cover the, the Airbnb. And I'm like, okay, it's hard to pass up, you know, an offer like that. that That's pretty really legit. Nice of him. And, and I, you did know, you, I looked did at you, the tickets. Did you kiss Rob's ass for that? Because that's pretty <laughs> fucking legit, man. Oh yeah. No, that is really All right. nice. He's, yeah, he's a good is, one to hurt. That is, that is, sure. that Rob is on is one knee, yeah. you know, both hands on the cheeks, kissing booty <laughs> oh, right wow. there. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, that is That cool. was pretty cool. He's good. You dude. didn't kiss his booty like that. I can tell. Well, I can tell. yeah, I tend not to do that kind of thing. All right. You know, that's fair. That's fair. I'm just Teach saying that was own. very booty kiss worthy. You know what <laughs> it, I'm it just was. saying? It that's, was. Yeah. If I, I was a nicer guy, I might have done it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too big well, of a jerk. I don't even tell my buddy happy birthday when it's his birthday. So. Well, I mean, apparently, <laughs> who knew? Uh, right? How? There's no way to know. In this I mean, age, other you know. than fucking social media and all this stuff that, that the one guy whose birthday it is is like, get off my lawn, you bastards. <laughs> and, and, and you're the social media guru who didn't get the message uh, when I yeah. put it on social media. I got stuck I in the lab today. So I was like ah. stressing. I was like worried I was going to get home on time. Right. We had to push it back. So, yeah. It's fair. I yeah, sorry I about that. You. It's okay. It's all right. No, hey, hey, hey. No, chin man, up, no, man. Chin up, I, chin I just up. really chin want you to know. I'm chin sorry. Up. It's okay. Chin <laughs> <up>. <laughs> all right. Well, um, you know, being out out there and seeing you know some of these snakes makes me think. Oh, you know, it'd be cool to have some of these in, in in my living room to to remember these cool experiences and see them, and that's kind of why. You know, we do these things, and then I'm like, well, you know, I don't need to collect them. I can just have those memories, have the pictures, that kind of thing. And so I got to thinking about, you know, the ethics of of catching and bringing home snakes. And we did have a, a listener suggestion um, to do that as a, as a topic, um, and that was uh, brought to us uh, by Elias Exotic. Um, he posted in the old school Herpers group. Um, and, you know, I was wondering about those attitudes towards field collecting. And, you know, it was kind of funny when we were out in, in Pennsylvania and uh, we were herping the Pine Barrens and, and you know, you, 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 we didn't see much. The first day it was pretty slow. Me and Rob and Eric were out there um, getting ticks and, and uh, chiggers all over yeah. us and, and not seeing many reptiles for it. You know, we saw a fence lizard and, and that was about it. And so we're like... Uh, you know, it's clobber. He already not. Wait, is it? Cl- it's not clobber. What's his name? Gosh, dang it! 
What's his name? Tell me his name. Um, Snakes, the keeper and the kept. Caulfield. Uh, Sorry. Yes. Clobber. Caulfield. I'm like, Caulfield just collected everything. <laughs> you know, and, and in his books, he's like talking about all these snakes that he's, he's like collecting five and six, you know, timber rattlesnakes or whatever out of these places. And I'm like, ah, yeah. You know, Caulfield just collected everything. That's why we're not finding anything. <laughs> and, you know, he used to frequent the Pine Barrens. And so that's kind of, I think um, Rob is retracing some of his steps and kind of, you know, seeing the areas he's talking about in the book, which is really kind of a cool experience to it be is in these places where he, yeah. he writes about and, and mm-hmm. you can see it firsthand. And in a lot of cases, it hasn't changed much. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. In other ways, it's changed a lot. So, right. <laughs> you know, but but we're like sitting there going, yeah. Uh, Caulfield wrote about this spot. Caulfield wrote about that species that we're looking at, you know. So I thought, you know, back in the day, you could collect all day. There was basically it was kind of free for all, no rules, you know. And he was probably out on a I don't even know if you had to have permits back then. People just kind of killed him. So nobody really cared about him or something. But right. So. You know, thinking about field collecting and and uh, nowadays it seems like people really frown on it and and there's some you know a lot of unethical uh, collection methods and things behind it. So I don't know. I just wanted to kind of go back and forth on the ethics, pros and cons, or whatever you want to say of, of field collecting. So let's flip a coin. Let's All do right, it. birthday boy. What you That's got? Tails. It is tails because it's right. always tails. I don't know why I was on a head's <laughs> kick for a while, but it's always tails. <laughs> well, you needed to get you got that one on your birthday, so that's so okay. So so we're talking about should you uh, collect them? Should you not? Should collect you them? should you collect? Should what do you, you think? Not? Yeah. Well, or clearly I'm on the. I think it's okay to collect side. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. And can I? Let's do can it. I, I'll can I let you? Uh, of course, you can take the horns, the bull you're, you're by the, the horns. You're the big winner. I'm the wiener. <laughs> I'm a wiener. All right, so I'm no. Do not collect, man. Um, obviously, you know the easy thing to to kind of use as an example of of collection gone wrong is over collecting of different localities and and species. And I mean, you think about the the ones you you keep the electric blue day geckos, you know, in their natural range, they're they're pretty much wiped out or very mm-hmm. difficult to find because they were so popular and because everybody wanted them and stuff. So, you know, it's nice to see them being bred in captivity. Um, hopefully the damage ir, ir, you know, ir, irrevocable, you know, irrespective, irreparable, uh, damage has irreparable, irreparable damage. Has there we go. Done. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I'll get yeah. there. Just me give minute. me a few minutes. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, so, you know, hopefully that damage hasn't been done and they can bounce back and have a healthy population in that area. Yeah. Right. So obvious, uh, Kofi Al chondros or maybe another one where they just you don't find them anymore because they yeah. overcollected that spot and so those kind of things are obviously yeah the the cautionary tale of overcollecting. I, I read something where there was a cloud of passenger pigeons that took like several hours to go overhead. You know of the person watching this just wow. a, just this massive flock like of passenger huge, yeah, pigeons. Yeah. And now they are extinct because they thought, oh, there's so many, they will never run out. And they indiscriminately hunted them or whatever into extinction. So, you know, we definitely need a balance. We need and and that is hard because it takes scientific study. You know, you don't know how much a, a population can support Especially at first when you just discover it, you know, and people go out and just are excited and start collecting and they want to get it. And and I get, you know, the idea of having stuff in, in bred in captivity. But, you know, there there is a definitely a balance and a fine line that if you cross you're it's either locally extinct or for real extinct or whatever. So that would be how I would start it out. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I you know. I understand where you're coming from, and I think there's plenty of examples of, um, you know, over collection leading to population decline, especially in stuff like island species. Kofi was a good uh, example, um, but but I 
cannot help but take the Condor example of Daniel Latouche and, yeah. you know, the, the, the notion that a healthy um, habitat supports uh, a bountiful population and, and that one that doesn't necessarily suffer uh, when human collection happens. So, um, you know, I think, I think your point is, is, is taken, but it needs to be taken in context. Um, and, and clearly, I mean, you know, obviously Kofi is a great example of something that's been over collected and, 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 you know, there's maybe like one guy I know, and I'm not a chondro guy, but there's mm-hmm. one guy I know who's working with that population and, yeah. and still doing it. Um, and I know there's other people, but I don't know them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, but that's, that, I mean, that's a really good example. Um, but, but I think by and large, um, mm-hmm. you know, what, what we really see is that, that human take for the pet trade is not something that is, is generally catastrophic to, uh, any, any populations unless there is, a caveat like an island species, which is, you know, highly, you know, specialized or unique in that area and not found anywhere else. And, you know, mm-hmm. but, but, but I, I think that, you know, by and large, what we see is, is species that can support uh, human take and, and when additional pressures of, of stuff like human development or, or climate change or things like that happen. That's when we really see the issue because it's not just human take. It's, it's actually another stressor, which is, is driving a, a, you know, driving a bad feedback loop for them. Uh, and, and, um, you know, that reproductive, you know, that reproductive cycle is the only thing that keeps them going. And when, you know, you can shorten that window enough and they can't keep up, you know, mm-hmm. then, then you see population decline. Yeah. Um, so, but, but I don't know if I, I don't know if I buy that as a solely, you know, uh, anthropomorphic thing. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, I, I think you're right on the money. There's, you know, the pet trade is blamed for a lot of things and it's probably because it's the low hanging fruit. It's the thing they can combat the easiest, try to combat, you know, development and progress, you know, building over wild lands or or cutting natural forests down for cane or, or, uh, what's the, the, the other sweetener stuff, the, um, palm, Palm oil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Palm oil. Try yeah, to yeah. stop that, you know. And right, and, you're not uh, going to. You're yeah. absolutely. So they'll, they'll slash and burn a whole country before they're, you know, before they're going to admit that that's the problem and not the, yeah. you know, the the herpers out there collecting right. everything. So, right. and and you know, like there's like that that example of the guys in Madagascar that got too close to the uh, tortoise uh, facility and got shot as a result. You know, who knows if they were out there d- legitimately or if they were up to no good right but, you know it's not something you necessarily deserve to get shot for but you right. know it can be dangerous if you're herping in the wrong place and you know people take there's that what the guy in florida that has the land where you can find the veiled chameleons and people come on his land and he'll shoot at them and you know like chase them off his land and stuff you know that's kind of sketchy to get to go uh, risk life and limb to find these things so uh yeah but uh Definitely, you know, you, you you have a point that most a lot of species can support some amount of take, and I think, you know, like with the ball pythons or the the savanna monitors, those kind of things, it seems like they've been collected, you know, for a very long time at high numbers, and they're still still kicking, still out there, still doing it. And, and, you know, I don't know, maybe some local populations are suffering. You know, it's hard to say. But but, but it is kind of funny, too, like, what you know, and, and this is not just a reptile thing, but it's like, you know, how, how long is it? It's like, oh, you know, after 25 years, we found an example of this species that scientists were convinced was extinct. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, I, and I get it. Yes, that that animal was probably on the brink of extinction, but we stopped doing what I don't know. Some whatever happened, either we stopped that pressure, or maybe 
you know, it wasn't as extinct as we thought, but, but give it enough time. And we see a lot of these species come back, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I think, you know, I think we, um, in some ways give ourselves too much credit for our ability to, you know, uh, get rid of species off of this planet. I don't think it's as <laughs> quite as easy as we would like to make it to be. But at the same time, we feel really, really guilty when it happens. And, you know, know we'll, we will, yeah. we will do what it takes to say like, ah, oh, you know, that's, that's not okay. We need to, we need to white rhino the shit out of this. <laughs> well, and I mean, this planet is notorious for extinctions. I mean, yeah, of course. The more you, well, and, more and, you and, delve and, into paleontology, the more you realize how many species have existed here that don't and, exist here anymore. You know? And listen, I mean, let's be real about the universe and yeah. and and our planet and our place in it. Extinction or or non life or you know conditions that are mm -hmm. are you know. Promortic for life are the norm, yeah, or are the exception, not the norm, right? Yeah, um, you and know, we'll go through we, you know periods of yeah, terrible extinctions and terrible catastrophic yeah. events and things like that. Yeah. I mean, life is rough sometimes, but life persists. You know, yeah. even in yeah. those times, life persists. They don't it persists in the way that us higher order mammals are like, oh, that makes sense to us, but we aren't meant to exist in those periods of time. Right. That's, I mean, that's just how we are. Like yeah. We have our time now. Now we better figure it out and get into <laughs> space and do all those things while we have that time. And if we squander it, we're screwed, right? Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's kind of the, and I mean, I digress, but still kind of the same idea, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we've got a track record where we've shown that we can do it. It's just frustrating when stupid like politics gets in the mm -hmm. way of actually doing it. You know, I mean, you remember the the hole in the ozone layer and the CFCs, and everybody was worried about that. Well, we reversed it. You know, they took CFCs off the market, and they, you know, the ozone hole was fixed, and now we don't worry about it as much. And anymore. you know what? All that is to me is proof and verification that when we identify and applicate ourselves to a problem, yeah. we can mm -hmm. fix it. Yeah. Uh, this idea that we, well, the climate change and we don't know what to do and we don't know about, you know, like, fuck that. That's, yeah. that is, that is resource extraction and capitalism and all these things mm -hmm. talking. And, and I understand and I support, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with those things, sure. but they have to be done responsibly. Because we have to find, you know, any we have to find homeostasis at yeah. some point, right? Yeah. And and that's what that's what any of these animals are are banking on is and whether they do it, you know, I mean, it's interesting to me that we do it socially and other animals do it through can you hear this dog behind me right now? Oh my god. <laughs> so it, it's interesting to me to me that other animals do it on on a, a fundamental choice basis and we have gotten so big for our britches that we do it on a socially based like ignorant like base you know like our, our choice Almost our choices are our own yeah it's yeah. so it, it's, it's so dumb yeah. that we are so smart but we are still like super stupid in a lot yeah. of ways um yeah. and and that will be our undoing our and it's super interesting that when a species becomes higher order, the things that drive their extinction are completely different, completely mm -hmm. different. And, and so, you know, I guess <laughs> I guess this is a good part for me to heave this forward onto the next point. I, I really feel, yeah. you know, strong about in this is who gives a shit if it's legal or not legal to take when we're destroying the environment that it comes from? Right. If it can't exist in nature anymore, why are we so wrapped around the gills about bringing it 
into captivity, yeah. right? Like That's I the most frustrating thing for me, herping yeah. down in southwestern Utah, is that they'll pave over the habitat all day long. Like yeah. there once was this long road of perfect habitat going into Snow Canyon State Park. Now it's all houses up to the gate of state of Snow Canyon. Yeah. And all and that's just it, because they couldn't build into and, the exactly. park, right? Like yeah, because they would have built park. into that shit if they could have. And so all that prime Gila monster habitat. But if you want to keep a Gila monster in, ha- in captivity, oh, oh no, no, no. Don't you That's even think no about go. it. That's a hefty That's, fine and yeah. potentially jail you, time. Yeah, exactly. You, but sir. they'll pave over habitat and they'll give them permission yep. to do that all day long. And, so, and, and, and you know, that's the sick. hypocrisy of humanity, right? Yeah. Is, yep. is it's all for us. We want to protect it. But we, we don't, don't give this, a shit yeah. about anything that we bulldoze over for yeah. us, you know? And really, I mean, if they allowed a, a you know a modest take, then you could have uh, those things established. And you know, the, I'll, I'll use this, and this is to your argument, I guess. I um, w- when we were down in in Southwest Utah herping, and and I, you know, on a on a previous trip, I was headed back through that area, and I I found a California king snake on the road, right, and and I'd seen like five you know, previous to that had all been hit by cars. And I'm like, this guy's going to get hit by cars. I've always wanted to keep this kind in captivity. There's a permit system in my state. So I got a permit, collected it, brought it home. Right. So then I was looking for a pair to pair it up with a female. And so I told, uh, Chris and Aspen and Lindsay, I'm like, Hey, you know, I'd, I'd like to get a female. And they, they road cruised a female and Lindsay's like, Hey, remember Justin wants this. And so they collected it for me and brought it to me, put it on, I put it on the permit brought it home and she laid eggs and so i got you know uh, 12 eggs out of this female that and so my plan is to you know of course release them back into the wild but i also had a few friends that were like hey i'm really interested in you know the locality of of king snakes i'd love some utah locality king snakes so i sent a couple pairs to some you know friends Mm -hmm. and and uh that they told other friends. And so, you know, there's a couple pairs out there in captivity now that can, you know, propagate that line. And I'm keeping a, a couple or one at least to, to pair up with, with, uh, this male, you know, that, that I, and, got. I, and so, you know, I think if we yeah. can split hairs here, that I mean, uh, to me, that's an ideal situation where, you know, mm-hmm. take, take from the environment also results in give back, but also, mm-hmm. you know, uh, supports to shore up that captive population uh, to to take pressure off. I, I think yeah. I think that's a model that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, are are those you know released animals going to survive? They've got as good a chance of anything. Sure. Like you yeah. know what I mean. Like yeah. and and yeah, if we're just going to keep paving over stuff, like they're yeah. going to have as good a chance as anything that that is born in the environment. Yeah. So why well, not? They were you know, caught in the neighborhood, you right? Know, Unfortunately, this neighborhood has really, you know, kind of naturalistic yards. They they've left the natural landscape. They've done well, yeah, yeah, which is awesome. You know, they're in a safer place. At least the ones we talk to, they're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" You know, we're like, "Oh, we're looking at snakes." They're like, "Oh, cool. I I keep wanting to see snakes, but I don't see very many." You know, that kind of thing. So they're at least excited about the, you know, yeah. And, you know, now, and I, this was kind of interesting too. I had a a friend that I saw at the the local show this last weekend, who's like, I'm, I I would like a, you know, I'm interested in a pair of those. It's like, it's cheaper to buy a captive bred, you know, locality than it is to go down there and try to collect them. So, you know, that's another maybe point for my side is like, buying captive bred animals is usually cheaper than going and, and, getting them out of the wild, trying to establish them, all the pains and headaches it is trying to establish wild animals at some time, some, you know, some, some species like these cow kings were a piece of cake. Like they took to captivity, like nothing else. I mean, they're eating great. They're, you know, the babies start right off on pink mice. Like it's not a challenge at all. Right. So, but I, you know, others are more of a challenge and you gotta be kind of have a vested interest to, to give them a lot of years. And there are a crap ton of wild collector reptiles that die in captivity on a daily basis. And for sure this, this, and that's, the, probably the part of this that bothers me the most is the the throwaway nature of a lot of these reptiles. You know, the people just have the mindset that like, oh yeah, you buy 
ex, you know, gecko from the store or whatever. It'll live a couple months and it'll make your kids shut up and stop bothering you for a little while. But then it eventually dies because it's wild caught and it's parasit, you know, has a parasite load or it's, it's stressed out or whatever. So, I mean, I, you know, I agree with, okay. I agree with you, but I also just want to point out that there's people who go into pet shops and buy captive bred animals that they take home, don't eat for them fucking tank out and die too so sure, sure. But, I mean, but they're not being removed from their natural habitat correct they could that's true propagate yep. the species and things yep. so i mean yeah i mean it, it's it's sad either way of course you're right but you know one's you know raping and pillaging the land the other is not necessarily you know yeah. so it's it's good and I guess, I guess i guess i guess to say that is to say that um I, I I have no sympathy for somebody who wants to remove an animal from the wild, knowing full well that it's probably not going to do well and it's going to just languish and die. And, you know, I guess I guess that moreover, moreover to say, uh, mm. you know, somebody who goes out and collects something uh, that they full well know how to take care of, they know how to breed and they can be successful with it. I don't know that I give a crap about that. Yeah. Permit, no yeah. permit. Of course, follow the law. Of right. course. Right. But at the, at this point where we are with with you know con- what what we call conservation and what we you know what we call um, you know environmentalism, uh, I, I think it's probably. I probably care less about that 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 individual who goes out and is highly skilled and collects mm-hmm. and 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 propagates and goes out and d- does it and it, like who cares leave them alone leave them yeah. alone but those people who are you know unscrupulous um just collecting don't care like that that yeah. I, I all they see there. is dollar yeah. signs. They, you and, know, and, they don't and, care if the animal's half dead. They're still gonna yeah. try to make five bucks off it or something. You know, that's that's what kills me too. Is like you totally. send this thing out. You know, it's not doing great, yeah. but you're gonna sell it anyway, and you're gonna. But, give but oh come on! Oh, he's just sensitive of your time. He, he just wants you to get off the, the the line. But yeah, I think that's the the main thing that that kills me is when we equate animals for dollar signs and that's the frustrating thing like you know and granted i mean everybody's selling the i'm i'm selling animals and i'm part of the system so you know i don't really have a moral leg to stand on but there are degrees right i mean like we said if you're just indiscriminately collecting sick half dead animals or whatever I mean, or def- no stop get to that for, first of all yeah. stop no, I think there's legs to stand on. Yeah. I don't. Uh, 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 I understand what you're I trying mean, you to say. If you take the extreme, you know, yes. yeah, the more if you morality take the extreme, police. Like, oh, if you participate in one, bad, you are as guilty yeah. as any. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Fuck that. That's not true. That's <laughs> okay. not fucking true. <laughs> fuck that. Okay. Um, you you are as guilty as you are guilty. That's yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, if you're doing your due diligence not, to make sure people are getting yeah. a healthy, happy animals, I, I am not a scumbag yeah. because of scumbags. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, right. I, I don't. I'm not gonna. Sure. I will never own that part of. I guess it. I should I say try. there are some people that make yeah. that equivalent. And, and you listen, know, like you're, you know, you're a flesh peddler. If you're, yeah, I mean, have I killed an animal before on an accident or thing? Of course, of course. But you know, that's not. That's not the. That, that is, a far, cry, yeah, that is yeah. a far cry, Mr. Julander. That is a far cry. No, like, no. I, yeah. yeah. I, and I know, I don't mean to, you know, I'm just saying like, I don't want you to, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's a good uh, thing mm-hmm. to say. Um, you yeah. know, I, I mean, um, I, yeah, I, I just, just kind of the devil's advocate of that. For that sure. Attitude. No, I, and I agree. Yeah. I understand. I mm-hmm. just, you know. I think the last point I'll, I'll make too is is the nature of collection. Like if you're going out with a crowbar, ripping up you know capstones, yep. flipping rocks, not putting them back just to collect an animal to go sell, there's nothing worse than destroying yeah, no. the environment yeah. that you. No, I hope you hit your care about it. Yeah, I hope you hit your head on every rock on the way down. Exactly, yeah, for sure, yeah, it's, for sure, it's, it's ridiculous. And yeah. you'll see these areas, and it's just heartbreaking. It looks trashed. You know, it's just yeah. not not the way to go. 
if you are going to collect an animal, you make sure you keep that environment intact so more animals can inhabit that area. You know, if you destroy some of these cap rocks, you're you're ruining a, a you know a spot that that generations of animals may have utilized and that they will no more longer be able to utilize. So think about what you're doing. You know, don't lift a rock if you can't put it back where it belongs. That's that's yep. the easy rule. You know, don't don't mess with stuff if you can't get it back. Even if you know there's probably a hundred of the animal you're looking for, you know, wait until it's in an easier rock to, to flip or you can road cruise it or whatever, you know. Yeah. Just don't be don't be an idiot. I think people take for granted how specialized some of the very micro habitats that these animals can live in and even minor disturbances can have a huge effect. Um, so just be cognizant of, you know, what kind of an impact that can have. And even if you don't see it, maybe it's still significant, you know what I mean? So, um, You know, I think there's that's no snake under it today or no lizard under there. Today, it doesn't mean there's not going to be one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it's a respect, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously like, um, yeah, hopefully you respect the animals that you keep just like you ex- respect the environment that you yeah. go into, uh, to find them. Uh, I think that's probably the most important thing uh, that, that I think we can agree in the end of this is, is respecting the environment. Um, and as long as you respect the environment and, you know, you're, you're trying your part to be a good steward. Um, I have no issue with take. I have no issue with, as long as it's done responsibly and done reasonably, if you're, if you're a raper and a pillager and you're not a breeder, I'm not your friend. Don't talk Mm -hmm. to me. I'm not, I don't give a shit. Um, but if you're a breeder and, and you're serious and, and you take what you need to, to go, you know, mm-hmm. you know, repopulate, uh, or populate, a, a captive born and bred, um, you know, species do it, man. I'm with you, you know? Yeah. Um, and Hey man, if stuff dies, stuff dies sometimes, but sure. you know, that's the nature of working with living of animals. Course, of course, but, of course. Of you course, know, ask any nurse or doctor a, in a hospital. Yeah. You know, live yeah. people, shit happens. Yeah. E- and hopefully you give them their best life before that happens. Absolutely. You know, you're doing your best to give them their best. So Absolutely. That's the, the key. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think this has been a good discussion. I don't want to keep you any longer on your birthday. Oh. Well, thank you, my friend. <laughs> do you, thank do you. you have anything else to say? Or you I don't. Um, good to... Thank you for everybody who listens to us. Thank you for everybody who supports us. Um, I just, you know, it's, it's my birthday. I'm 47. I'm reflective right now. And I'm very appreciative to everybody who listens uh, and, and gives uh, the channel love gives my friend, Justin love and gives me love. Uh, Thank you so much for, for all of you guys. And um, thank you for being a part of the hobby. Yeah, well said, well said. And thank you to NPR for uh, hosting us under their umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure I sure like those guys. I mean, they're not just good good guys, they're they're also friends, right? I mean, this is a legit group, man. I yeah. I I um you know, if if Morelia Python's forum ever had a second iteration, this is mm-hmm. the most amazing second iteration, you know? Yeah, it's it's right? really turned into something um you know, fucking Eric, man, what a fucking beast. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I, Thanks, it's, dude. It's so great, Thank too, you. To, to, you know, know them on a personal level where before yeah. they were just a name on a screen and, a, you know, yeah. a, a, yep. and and getting to know them personally and seeing them in action and just getting to know their good nature and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Oh, we, get, we got a dog. <laughs> I don't know if I told you. We got what? A, 
a fringe. Wait, bulldog. what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, you said it. Yeah. And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Justin <laughs> said, wait, 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 wait. I, I heard know. that wrong. You got a I dog? know. I've, I've, a dog all, you the, get? I've always a dog, dog or like a, <laughs> no, a French bulldog. Wow. I've, I've always loved those dogs. I just think That's they're really cool. fun and cool. So, um, we were at the Herp show and my buddy, uh, that I've been the shows with, uh, Brody, he, he saw that, you know, he's like, he saw my, uh, Wheeler eye, uh, gecko, nice. not tail geckos. And he's like, I really want those, uh, would you consider a trade? <laughs> he's like, it's my anniversary and we have this dog. It's my dream dog. I've always wanted this dog, but it's rough on my wife and she's not enjoying having the dog. You know, it's, it's being hard yeah, on her cause I'm yeah. not home enough to do the training and stuff yeah. as it's a puppy. And, and would you consider trading? I'm like, Oh man, I didn't want another dog, but I can't pass this up. Good so, for you. Yeah, trade, yeah. Trade Ruby, tell them how proud snakes. you are. <laughs> Peacock, Peacock. Oh, now she doesn't want to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's not proud of me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so and my my kids keep teasing me. Uh, dad's dad's hanging out with the dog. You know, he took the dog on a walk. Can you yeah. believe it? He's taking a dog. On. I'm like, you should just Come go on, all guys. in, That's dude. You that, might as yeah. well just go all in now. <laughs> but he's a great dog. He's a lot yeah, of fun. cool. Other well, than congratulations. All the licking, yeah, it's it's a congratulations. Blast, so. That's a cool Thanks. dog. I I could yeah. totally see that dog yeah. being such a hit in your family. So. Oh yeah, but Summer amazing. loves it. It's Summer's nice. dog, so she's yeah. keeping in her room and you know all that kind of stuff, and that's. Uh, too. Good times. But I know because Summer wanted a Chihuahua, right? And I'm like, uh, I do not want a Chihuahua. No. They're yippee. They're loud. Good call. They're they they can be very stuff. aggressive yeah. and shitty dogs. Right. Yes. And so, I mean, yes. I'm sure there's lovely Chihuahuas out there. Oh, I'm, no, definitely yeah. there are, but they but, uh, can be a fucking <laughs> yeah. handful. And so I was like, oh, man, I don't want a Chihuahua. And she was really pushing it. So when I got this opportunity, I'm like, hey, Summer, what would you think about this dog? She's like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. So I'm like, okay, because I know she's out of the house in you know five or yep. six years, yep. and then it's going to be my when, dog. So when, I might as well have one I want. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So it worked. Well out. done, Julender. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Brody, for the yeah. opportunity. And I think good he's job, happy Brody. to know it's gone. You know, yeah. know where yep. it is. No, it was good. See the dog and stuff. And, and he's got Wheeler Eye, and that's fucking there cool. You yeah, so. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So good stuff. All well, right, thanks, man. man. Yeah, have a happy birthday, and thanks for being my co-host. Uh, means a lot. You're a good dude. Oh, man. I really it's been an amazing ride. I look forward to more. For sure. For sure. Well, hopefully we'll catch you again soon for another Reptile Fight Club. We'll we love you, you guys. Take care. Have a good night. Fight Club.